Hello and welcome to Friday Lines, brought to you by Little Birdie TV and topsport.com.au, punting form and manscaped, all your essential items for life. As I welcome MG, who's looking a bit fresher a week <laughs> after the ball. It's true. I am, yeah. It's been a better week. Been blue shorts in the office all week, so still working hard, OB, but uh, yeah, sleeping in your own bed always helps, I think, so it's good. As we cross to another man who's looking very fresh in uh, top rope, uh, how's things up there in Orange? Yeah, just been taking up the uh, the manscaping, uh, OB, so took advantage of no Thursday night football was was lost with just wandering around Orange, wondering what to do with myself. Yeah, do I spend time with the family? Do I get a haircut? What, what do I do? So anyway, it's Friday, rugby league's back, normality resumes. He's looking very nice up there as well, so looking very good. Uh, MG, uh, a little bit of blood on the floor at the AFL, uh, the first coaching change of the year. Uh, Leon Cameron gone from GWS after uh, nine years as coach and 10 years at the uh, yeah. at the organisation. Uh, big news yesterday. Yeah, it was uh, Yeah, probably not, well, maybe not a shock, I don't know. It, was, um, it turns around quick, doesn't it? He, he was in a prelim last year, uh, five out of the last six years, I think he's taken him to the finals, so... It shows what a tough business is the coaching. Um, I think Chris Scott's the only coach that's won more finals in the last six years. Right. So it's, yeah, yeah. it's tough. Yeah, it is tough because they're. Um, it, I tell you what, it might make it plenty of other coaches a bit nervous oh. uh, going into this weekend as well. If if they can uh, cut Lee on it, uh, such an early part as well. You're like, you know, we're not. We're only eight rounds into the season. I know they're two and two and six, but uh, yeah, geez, it's uh, <laughs> going quickly, but. You don't know how much is maybe the burnout and the, and the pressure and stuff like that. As you said, I think it was 30, 34 years or something, player and coach, and he's That's been right. straight through. And, uh, it's you know, once he made the decision, it sounded like in the press conference that a bit of wear and tear and he just needs to freshen up. And I think Clarko backed that up on one of the uh, one of the uh, shows I saw him on last night that, uh, you know, he's enjoyed his break and obviously he's, he's refreshed himself. So Leon will probably go through the same process and, uh, yeah, probably – front up again next year um, think, at a I, club. And I think with Leon Cameron and GWS, he does a lot more than just coach the club. Yeah. You've got to sell it. You know, Kevin Sheedy did similar. You, yes. You've sort of got to sell the whole club and the whole and, – and you are the – you're you're the face of the, the organisation. Yeah. Um, so I think that's that's tough for him and just um, – in a, in a new market, absolutely. in a tough market as yeah. well. It's not like he was coaching down in Melbourne where he's probably got a bit more of a security blanket. As you said, he's – He'd have to do a lot more than coaching up there, and it's probably just uh, worn him out as well. And uh, great timing by Clarko just uh, appearing on AFL 360 just after one coach goes down. I think he's uh, his manager, James Henderson, has done a very good job there. Put him back on the plane quickly. Did absolutely, you yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and uh, top rope, uh, Magic Round gets underway uh, tonight. Uh, one of the great rounds in Australian sport, Magic Round. It's a great initiative by the NRL. Unfortunately, the weather seems to be playing a part again up there. Yeah, Brisbane uh, underwater, torrential this week. Uh, we've got, uh, after uh, back-to-back sellouts last week, though, in the NRL, we've got a sellout on Saturday, and uh, I think Sunday's pretty close to a sellout as well. So should get some good crowds regardless of the weather. It's just, uh, yeah, it's just a great atmosphere. This, of course, comes from uh, uh, the Super League, where it's on the Magic Ground for probably you know, over a decade now, and it's been a raging success over there, so... Uh, look, it's really exciting time. The, the, the week starting for the decidedly unmagic game between the two lowest scoring worst teams in the competition. But uh, after after that, we'll, uh, we'll we'll be away. Everyone's got to play, I guess. So that's right. Uh, <laughs> start from no, a low base. We'll some cracking games. We'll start from a low base, and we do we do we do cap out at uh, uh, the likely grand final preview with the Storm and the 
Panthers on Saturday night, which we'll, we'll of course preview down the road. But uh, uh, look, very, very exciting. Um, from a personal point of view, very unfortunate that the AFL has beaten rugby league to uh, uh, sack the first coach. You know, we all we all know how much I love a bit of bit of, bit of blood on the floor, and there's about half a dozen coaches who were lucky to have seen Magic Round this year. So, unfortunately, the AFL has got in first. So, well done to the AFL. Give it a cap. Top rope can send the bottle of goose down. The AFL won this one. So, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's we'll, right. We'll enjoy that. We'll get uh, we'll get into it a little bit later. Uh, top rope, but Pappenhausen's a big loss for the Storm, and also the NRL. He's a um, he's obviously a marquee player and a, a player that everyone loves to uh, loves to watch. Um, and also, it's a great round for journalists. Magic round. There's always a scandal up there after uh, uh, every team in one city uh, with plenty of alcohol in, involved as well. So we'll touch on that a little bit later. <laughs> but right now, it's time for Friday Lions, brought to you by Topsport.com.au, family owned and operated for 35 years. Bet with a bookie you can trust. Bet with Topsport.com.au. As MG, we get into the first match uh, of the round. It looks a good one. 7.50 tonight at Marvel Stadium. Collingwood, $2.32 against the Western Bulldogs, $1.64. The line, 8.5, over under 167.5. Uh, Bontempelli and Keith are back. A uh, bit of a flu going through both sides here. Mm. Um, which way do you? Uh, which way are you leaning? Yeah, in, um, probably don't have a, a side or a play, I think, on the, the head-to-head line. I think this the market's got it pretty much right, and as you said, there's there's still maybe uh, a couple of queries to come in this game. Um, Collingwood obviously losing the Ginovan as well in the in the forward pocket. He's been playing very well, so a bit of a loss for Collingwood there as well. Um, and English will miss again for the Bulldogs. So I think he got come back from his injury and then went down with the flu, so he can't take a trick right now. So he'll be a big loss. Well, both sides are playing without Rux, as you know, probably cancels out with Grundy missing as well. But um, yeah, no, I think this is pretty evenly balanced. I don't think there's too much between it. Collingwood actually have a better record against the Bulldogs of late, but obviously being played at Marvel, it brings it back to you know, Bulldogs virtually home game more than Collingwood's, I thought. So a um, bit of advantage there. Interesting to see the totals dropped quite a bit there. Being under uh, under the dome, it's dropped a whole goal, which uh, wasn't really going to play, but now it's kind of um, going down 167. I'd say if it drops another point or two, I don't know why it's dropped so much. It's probably a slight overplay, but... Looking at the margins and stuff, I'd be playing pretty close. You know, I'd be looking maybe the uh, fifteen and a half points or twenty-four either team. I think I think this game might be pretty close and uh, should be a good one. Looking forward to it. Yeah, I, I like it as well. I, I don't think Darcy Moore can play that badly again. Um, Tom, you wouldn't want to. Into the well, that's right. <laughs> yeah. But you know, plenty of other plenty of other players got sort of pants on the weekend, but they sort of focus on Darcy. Uh, yeah, I'm, a, I'm an unabashed Darcy Moore fan. I think he can bounce back here against Non. I don't I don't mind the pies. I'm, yeah. I'm eagerly uh, eagerly waiting for this game and. Um, yeah, so it should be uh, should be a good one. Yeah, I think it'll be a good one. I think it'll be pretty entertaining. Uh, the kick straight, the points, and as I said, the total might give you a run at that one sixty seven. And uh, magic round kicks off uh, tonight, as we've spoken about top uh, top rope. Uh, but uh, the game we're looking at here is the uh, the later game tonight is Manly against the Broncos. Manly a dollar sixty four against the Broncos two thirty two. The line minus three point five. Over under thirty four point five. Uh, the Sea Eagles favourite up there in Brisbane. Uh, and the Broncos have been in pretty good nick. Yeah, so it's a pretty compelling game, actually. These two are uh, be playing a Friday night magic round. Mainly desperately unlucky to have this game as one of their home games. Uh, I like the Broncos here. Yeah. The Broncos are uh, a red hot guy. They're, they're a very different side at home. And what, what I can't think yeah, they beat Cronulla last time when they played at Suncorp and come out and absolutely smoked South Sydney last week. I know South would be poor, but the Broncos were well on the song and yeah, starting to resemble national football team, the Broncos. So, uh, Adam Reynolds has worked 
worked magic up there. So they've, they've covered nine of 11 at Suncorp. Manly, not particularly good away from Brookie. They've covered just five or six down away. Broncos have scored eight and plus and six in the last seven against Manly, which is a pretty good record considering how bad they've been the last few years. So uh, I think Brisbane can score enough points to run with Manly. Manly were, uh, got the job done last week against the Tigers, but did let the Tigers, who can barely score, score 22 against them. So I think, I think I, I, I'm very keen on, on the Broncos plus here and the Broncos swing off the stick. And just depending on how much of a deluge is under, the total is down to almost an over bet at the 34.5, I think, in this one. First inclination was the over. I think there's points on both teams in this one. It just depends how much water the, the ground is under. So not jumping into it yet as an official play, but uh, I'll certainly be leaning that way at this stage, but Brisbane very confident. I looked at the forecast this morning, and I think the uh, the, the bomb is keeping a dollar each way themselves. It's uh, 20 to 80 millimetres, so they're sort of keeping <laughs> their powder dry. Uh, yeah, it's not a, not a not a very accurate <laughs> forecast, but there has been a lot already. So um, yeah, a, a good play there to sort of keep uh, keep the powder dry until uh, until late in the day. Uh, the second game we look at here for uh, the AFL market is the Saints and the Cats uh, Saturday afternoon at the uh, at Marvel. Uh, the Saints two twelve, Geelong a dollar seventy four after their win against GWS, and the line four point five over under one sixty four point five. Some good ins for both sides. The Cats welcome back Stanley and Selwood uh, while Billings comes back in for his first game of the year to add a little bit of class to the St Kilda Ford line. They were probably a touch disappointing against Melbourne last week. Geelong, very good. Uh, I think the Saints can bounce back here. Uh, I am a bit of a St Kilda fan, as you know, MG. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I think this one, uh, this probably looks the match of the round. Yeah, close to OB. Yeah, definitely. Um yeah, I'm not sure with this game. It's it's. I kind of go back and forth. I'm actually I'm going to be slightly against you on this one. I know we don't agree too often, but if I was having a wager, I'd probably just shade Geelong. Just I, I don't think there's a big edge in the game. I just think some of the stats. Uh, you know, Geelong have now won uh, six in a row against the Saints, and uh, including a draw, they've won eleven and one. So they've got a pretty dominant record o- over a fair stretch. The thing that worries me in this game is I just don't know where St Kilda's offense is going to come from. Their last three weeks, they've really struggled to score, 77, 42, and 55. And Geelong's offense, six of the eight this year, they've scored 80 or more. So I just think there's a fair gap in um, in the scoring abilities. And I just think, you know, I, I just don't know. Geelong love the, love the defense, bringing, bringing the game down. I just, I'm not sure where St Kilda's going to get enough offense to win this game. And I was a bit, uh, a bit surprised by St Kilda's ins. Um, you know, Billings obviously picks himself, good player. Uh, Sharman comes in and then they've got, you know, King, Membry, Wood, Marshall, Sharman in a forward line that where I think against Geelong you need a bit of pace on the footy. Yeah. So I yeah. just that sort of worries me a little bit. But uh, Sharman's been a good nick in the uh, in the VFL. Yeah, so bom- bombing it up into the forward line against Geelong doesn't work too often. Plays into their hands, unless Sharman's coming in to play a role on uh, on Tom Stewart possibly, but I don't think he's the man for it. I reckon uh, Membry... I can keep Tom Short uh, quite accountable, but yeah. Um, yeah, looks a looks a good game there. Yeah, definitely a good game. The, uh, yeah, I don't think there'll be too much in it. I just think at the line for me, if I was having one one way or the other, I'd just shade you along. And uh, the premiership uh, premiership preview or the grand final preview, I should say, Melbourne Storm against Penrith Saturday night uh, up there at Suncorp. Uh, the Storm two fifteen, Penrith a dollar seventy two. The line two point five over under thirty four even. Uh, no Pappenhausen here. Penrith uh, coming off a loss last week to the Eels. Uh, top rope. I'm interested to see which way you're leaning. How, how good is this match going to be? Neutral venue as well. Uh, absolutely fabulous, if you ask me. Um, 
I, I find this, this, the, the banning this one incredibly disrespectful to Melbourne. I know Ryan Pappenhausen's out. Pappenhausen has been absolutely tremendous of late. But uh, he's having a fantastic year. He's obviously one of the main draw cards. But very, very hard to understand how even with his, with his absence, the Storm aren't favoured here. The Storm are just coming off the uh, breaking the record for the most points scored in the opening nine rounds of the season, a record that stood for uh, just over, uh, so just under 90 years. They, they, they hold form like no other when they when they uh, um, are scoring well. They've covered 11 of 13 off winning by 30 plus. Now, they've probably got a little bit more motivation after uh, Penrith uh, got home in the, that uh, finals game last year. Yeah, Penrith off a loss, not that great away from, from Penrith Stadium. I'm very, very confident on Melbourne. I think that should be favourite. And uh, I'm sure Bellamy's got something up his sleeve for this one. Um, you know, everyone's talking about Penrith and how good they are. No Pappenhausen. I'm sure he'll uh, he'll have them primed and ready to go. Yeah, I, I think what we're going to see here, you know, Melbourne are playing you know, a pretty leery uh, brand of rugby league at the moment. I think you're still going to see plenty of balling, but I think Melbourne are going to try and absolutely smash Penrith up front here. Uh, Tui Kamakamika looks like he's going to make his... Uh, uh, come back after he was uh, suspended for, for, for an off-field incident. Uh, um, I, I can see this being a real bash and barge kind of, kind of game, particularly with the, the weather conditions. I think it's going to play right into Melbourne's hands here. I think they've got uh, a great pack and they can turn on whenever. And, you know, young Nick Meany is going to play fullback for, for the Storm. He's replaced Pappenhausen. Uh, uh, obviously, no Pappenhausen, but he's having a great year in the Storm system. He's done a really good job on the wing. He looks fitter, he looks faster. No surprises seeing he came from the Canterbury system there. So um, I think we 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 are going to see a you know, a real yeah you know, it's going to be a game where you're going to, have to take your opportunities and, and Melbourne that opportunities better than the other team. So uh, really looking forward to this one. I think Melbourne are, uh, are going to be, be winning this and probably winning it in a way they haven't been winning that. Yeah, no, it looks a uh, looks a beauty. Uh, yeah, on Saturday night as well, nothing else to can sort of compete against in no a real big AFL game. So, uh, yeah, I think all eyes will be on the rugby league on Saturday night. Uh, the next game for AFL analysis is the GWS Giants uh, against the Carlton Blues. Uh, the Giants $1.75, Carlton $2.12, the line minus 2.5, over under 166.5. MG, the news of Leon Cameron this uh, the last couple of days, has seen any shift in the market. Sometimes when the coach goes, the, the team lifts. Um, no Harry Mackay, no Jack Martin. Um, yeah, it's all sort of leaning towards the uh, the Giants in this one. Yes, yeah, a lot to unpack in this game, isn't there, OB? They, uh, the Giants actually started uh, a couple of points favourite uh, early in the, in the week and then it flipped to Carlton pretty big. It went five up to six and a half Carlton and then all of a sudden the, uh, the news broke and obviously Harry Mackay coming out is, is a big loss and uh, it's flipped back. So the Giants are back to where they started but there's been a lot of action in between. So... Yeah, at the moment, the Giants are just favourite in the game. Uh, hard to line up. I think Harry McCoy is going to be a huge loss because it's it's almost like a double blow because him and Kerno have been working so good in tandem and now the Giants only have to go go to shut down pretty much Kerno, especially with Jack Martin out as well, who's who's a good foil up forward. So I think this is a pretty good spot for the Giants. Uh, how much impact they've had during the week of losing their coach and being a send-off game. Um you know, it's a hard game to come into a bet for me. It's probably not a betting game for me, but yeah, the the money sign definitely come back for the Giants since uh, the coach news and also Harry McKay coming out. And 
It's, it's going to be a big test for Carlton, actually. They're, they're going okay. Um, their draw's been pretty soft, but losing Harry Mackay, who's uh, been uh, a key for him, obviously, and putting all the pressure on Charlie, which he's been running around with the uh, the second, definitely the second defender with the focus going on to him. It'll be interesting to see how he goes as well. Yeah, absolutely. I think it'll be a great matchup, Sam Taylor against uh, Charlie Kurnow. Um, yeah, it should be a beauty. Yeah, but, two uh, young guns. Yeah. Absolutely. But I think, yeah, Toby Green, he really likes Leon Cameron, always has. They've always sort of stuck up for each other. Yeah. I think he'll be primed for a big run. So I like the, I like the Giants in that one. Yeah. Uh, another game that's an absolute cracker in the NRL top rope, uh, the Sydney Roosters uh, against the Parramatta Eels. 2.20, the Roosters, the Eels, $1.70, the line, two points even, and the over-under, 38 uh, on the dot as well. Um, this looks an absolute beauty. The Eels are just, um, yeah, they're looking pretty good this year. The Eels and uh, and the Roosters, they've got to find their uh, got to find their their form sooner rather than later. With uh, you know Tedesco um, and Maria Hargraves and the like uh, running around for them. So uh, yes, yeah, looks another belter. Yeah, it's uh, not too many teams this year. In fact, no other team with the scalps of uh, the Storm and the Panthers on the mantelpiece. Exactly what Parramatta has that. Uh, yeah, you're right about the Roosters. They've been uh, underperforming. Uh, but they, whether they played themselves back into form or kind of got flooded a bit by playing the Gold Coast last week, a bit hard to tell. They did, they did put an absolute number on the Titans last week and kind of ran right. And, you know, James Sesco, since the pressure's come on for Pappenhausen for that number one jersey uh, in origin, has really lifted his form and was absolutely sublime last week, probably the best performance of, of, of the round. Uh, first thoughts this one were the Roosters. The Roosters have dominated. The Eels historically have covered, they've won 12 or 16, they've won five of the last six by more than 13. But the Roosters have been pulled away from the SCG. I'm not sure that everything's clicking 100%. The Walker Keery combination, not really, you know, firing at the moment. Parramatta off a very, very big win over the Panthers last week. Yeah, they've got a very good record at Suncourt. They're very good and favoured by less than a try. But leaning Parramatta here. Playing the Eels, but not a lot of confidence as well. I think this is going to be an enjoyable game, and I think it's going to probably tell us a fair bit about where both sides are at. Speaking of the Roosters, like Trent Robinson said earlier in the year that he wasn't expecting them to kind of you know, really find their feet until round 10. Well, yeah, the bell's chimed. Round 10's here. Midnight's here for Cinderella. So uh, <laughs> time for the Roosters to, uh, to step up. And it's always good to have a game at 4 o'clock on Sunday afternoon to look forward to. I know we had that in the AFL a couple of weeks ago with Brisbane and the Swans. It's always uh, it's always good to have something to keep you uh, keep your eyes peeled on for the last game of the round. As we go through the rest of the AFL markets uh, very quickly here, uh, MG, uh, Hawthorne 340 against the Tigers, uh, 133. The line there, 9.5, over under 173.5. A quick one there. Yeah, a couple of plays. Richmond have been smashing this market. OB, 12 to 19. It's all Richmond. Uh, last week you saw what Martin brought back. So uh, I think it'll continue Richmond for me and also like the overs in this game. Uh, North Melbourne, Port Adelaide is the next game. The Kangas, 6.25 against the Power, $1.12. The line, 37.5, over under 156.5. North have been smashed in the media this week, but the Port Power look like they're getting a little bit of groove back. Yeah, they are, and Port have been smashing the market too. The money's all for Port at the line. For me, uh, this total interests me. They, I think the bookies misstepped at 165.5. We got into that line early. It's now 156.5, continues to go to the under. Um, I, I don't know how they come up with 165. This game should finish under for me. 156, maybe still a bit. 
Uh, Sydney Essendon, uh, Dyson Heppel's 200th uh, game. He's been a great servant of the Bombers. The Swans, $1.29. Essendon, $3.65. The line, minus 24.5, over under 173.5. Uh, the Bombers were, were okay last week uh, in a, a decimated side, but um, which way are you leaning? Yeah, money uh, is for Essendon, 28 down to 24. Uh, I think they still provide the value. Not a betting game for me, but I think Essendon definitely the value. And Adelaide, Brisbane at Adelaide Oval, the Crows $4.50, the Lions $1.22, the Lions $27.5, over under 168.5. I'm not sold on this game for the Lions. I think it's a little bit of a danger game, uh, but uh, interested in your thoughts. Market says otherwise, 19 uh, opening there for Brisbane, up to 27.5, all one-way traffic. Uh, I know they've got problems, obviously, with McStay on the top of Danaher coming out. Hipwood will come back fresh after a long layoff, so I'm not sure how much you contribute. Brisbane got too much firepower. Uh, can't trust Adelaide Brisbane for me. Gold Coast Fremantle is the early game on Sunday. The Suns 242 after that great win against the Swans. The Dockers just keep on keeping on. $1.58, the line 9.5, over under 146.5. This looks a, uh, a cracker up there. Yeah, and I don't see it the same way. I, I think Fremantle... Close to the bet of the week, I think. I know it's a tough road trip um, going from Perth to Brisbane. Uh, and Gold Coast did beat. I, I thought it was more Sydney were very ordinary last week, but Gold Coast got a tough win. I think Fremantle were good at the line. And this total's been smashed to the under as well. It's moved eight points to the under. Not a betting game for me, uh, not a betting total for me, but I really like Freo at the nine. And the final game of the round is just a multi. Uh a multi top up. Uh, Eagles nineteen dollars. The Demons a dollar one. The line sixty point five over under one sixty six point five. Uh, I'm surprised Gorn's playing. I would have left him here and uh, have a have a weekend home with the family. But um, this looks all one way traffic. Yeah, it seems strange that they're taking him over and playing him. Uh, I agree with you there, Ob. Uh, this is a pad up. Leave a good ball outside off stump. Move on to the following round. As we go to the rest of the games for the NRL markets, uh, the early game is the Bulldogs and the Knights. Uh, the Bulldogs $1.74, the Knights $2.14, the line minus 2.5, over under 32.5. First time the Bulldogs have been favourites in a wild top rope. First time since 2020 and is the third time since the 2017 season. Uh, second lowest in that time frame is the Cowboys on 21. So uh, shows you where the Bulldogs are as a club. I uh, can't believe they're favourites here. Can't, couldn't couldn't recommend Newcastle with any confidence, but they do have Caelan Pong, which is a lot better than Canterbury would offer. Uh, very keen on a total here, though. Under 32.5, the line definitely 34.5. 18 of 22 have gone under when these two meet. Worst from second worst second team in the competition. Bulldogs don't move the ball. Easy to, easy prey for, for, for any half competent defensive side. Yeah, the Knights are, are, are playing very poorly, so uh, I'll be all over the under. And we whip through the rest of the games. Uh, Warriors three ten. The Sydney South Sydney Rabbitohs at all thirty nine. The Lions seven and a half over under thirty seven point five. Anything doing? Yeah, first thoughts here were uh, jump on South. Uh, but Cameron Murray out was like Blake Taft's out. I think there's probably a bit of value with the seven and a half with the uh, 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 weather about as well. I think from eight and a half. So I'll be having a small part of the Titans Dragons is the next one. Titans two dollars. The Dragons a dollar eighty four. The line one point five over under thirty six point five. Yeah, a little bit of money for the the Dragons here. Betting flipped in this one. Uh, not sure if it's the right decision. Don't have any strong lean either way. Probably leading the Titans. They've made some changes which I like. So Dragon Campbell back the big one there, but lean Titans no confidence. 
and the Sharks and the Raiders, the Sunday early game. Uh, Sharks dollar twenty five, the Raiders four ten, the line minus eleven and a half over under thirty seven point five. Which uh, anything uh, anything doing there? Oh, absolutely! I'm, I'm very very confident as the week goes. I'm getting more and more confident on the minus eleven and a half here. Uh, hopefully not a deluge. Hopefully we get something resembling a half decent track there. Some could not cut up too much after five games, but. Uh, Sharks, very good double-digit favourites, very good off a big score, outstanding winning with 12-minute, 11-minute times against the Warriors last week, not only winning but covering the big line. The Raiders, horrendous away from Canberra Stadium, of just 5 of 20, give me the Sharks and give me MD. And the final game of Magic Round is uh, the West Tigers, 360 against the North Queensland Cowboys, thirty. the line 8.5, over-under 37.5. Uh, this game deserves a uh, a cow paddock, which it probably will be by this stage. Uh, anything uh, anything uh, taking your fancy there? Yeah, a little nugget for the listeners out there. The uh, last nine times the Tigers have been an underdog in Adelmore, covered eight of them. So uh, underrated by the market, the Tigers. Cowboys flying, obviously, but like you said, this game is probably going to take place on a fairly cut-up field after eight games, in the, after seven previous games in the wet. Yeah, I, I, I've got to be on the Tigers plus eight and a half. I think the line's just too big. Thank you, Top Rope. Uh, yeah, strap in for a little bit of news and action from Magic Round uh, off-field next week, I dare say. But uh, just a reminder, you can get the greatest game of all, the GGOA, for $22 a week in the LittleBirdie.live shop for all your NRL betting action. And to MG, you've got your AFL stings for $22 a week in the Little Birdie uh, shop as well. MG, thank you. Uh, it's nice to see you fresh and in one piece. Uh, Nikki's away in Italy, so everyone gets a little bit of peace and quiet for a few <laughs> days, which is great. Uh, not sure if she's gone over for a sister's wedding or to uh, go to Eurovision. Uh, that's still uh, <laughs> up for debate. But, uh, yeah, good to see you. And uh, you. we'll see you on Monday for the uh, rounding review. Have a good weekend. And Top Rope, have a great weekend. Uh, Magic Round is one of the great rounds in Australian sport. So uh, enjoy that and uh, hope all is well up there in Orange. Yeah, looking forward to it, uh, fellas. Thanks for having us and uh, see you guys next week. So you can just a reminder, you can follow us on YouTube, find us in the Apple Store, on Spotify, SoundCloud, wherever you listen to your podcast. Follow at Little Birdie TV on Twitter or Instagram. Remember, all your footy betting action can be found at topsport.com.au. We'll be back next Friday. Don't forget to join Scooty because Nikki's in Italy on Monday for the first look with all the weekend's action review. Punt well, punt responsibly, and have a great weekend, punters.